Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. What are the military implications of the United States withdrawal from Afghanistan and the Taliban takeover? How can we evacuate the some 15,000 Americans still in country? Today we interview General Paul Vallely, who will explain the conundrum. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we'd like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a live interview with a former Fox News contributor and an American hero who served his country and was promoted to general in the United States Army. Welcome to the program, our returning contributor, Major General Paul Vallely. Uh, welcome to the show, sir. Were you, a, were you a two-star? Remind me your resume. Uh, two-star. Yes, Major General, thank you. Thank you, and your last command was in uh, Hawaii of all places. I was Deputy Commanding General, U.S. Army Pacific, and uh, we're in charge of two thirds of the world from there uh, at PACOM, when you go from uh, all the way to the Indian Ocean, all the way back around to uh, the uh, west coast of the United States. So it was a very big command. Well, thank you for your service, and uh, you, you have, many accolades, many ribbons, you fought in wars. And uh, I, I just wanna bring our audience up to speed, not only on your expertise, but on your analysis of the current threat and the current situation in Afghanistan. Uh, let me start with a hard question. Uh, why has the Biden administration pulled out and left Americans behind? Well, that's a great question. Um, I've been, uh, on the phone constantly uh, and uh, on the internet uh, as we've gathered intelligence at our foundation on what exactly has gone down there. Um, but this is a travesty. Uh, this is absolutely so disgusting and disappointing. And I'm just ashamed right now of the leadership in this country that has taken us to this point. Uh, I can remember uh, back um, when I was with uh, Fox News and I was covering this with Tony Snow, and we looked uh, in October, November of 2001 with 100 uh, special ops and CIA operatives and B-52s, we took down the entire Taliban. Eight to 10,000 were killed and the rest um, migrated across the border into Peshawar, into uh, Western Pakistan. And since that time, Pakistan, the ISI intelligence services have been working and supporting the Taliban. Now to bring you up to date, uh, you know, my studies at West Point, Army War College, Command and General Staff School, we learned about withdrawals, uh, which is a military uh, maneuver. A retrograde is a, is, a, is a maneuver where you pull back from the enemy forces to trade time and space. A withdrawal is actually withdrawing uh, from an, an enemy engagement or enemy territory. This was not uh, planned, but we know it was intentional by Biden and uh, with the uh, Thai connections and the compromised uh, administration by the Chinese. The Chinese are back of this uh, 
And then I found out yesterday, chaps, um, through uh, our intel source in Europe, who works uh, liaison with the Russians uh, and the Iranians, that, and he's former MI6 uh, English intelligence, and uh, I didn't realize how deep the Russians were involved in this, but they are. And when we look at what's happening now uh, with the, and, and this just isn't Biden taking a nap. This is intentional what's going on from, from what we can gather now. Biden is just a puppet in all of this. But we know that China now uh, is really dictating what's going on with the Taliban. They've also told the Taliban to moderate uh, what they're doing with the refugees and the people trying to escape. Uh, the Russians uh, are working very hard as well with the Iranians uh, on the west side of Afghanistan, which borders the uh, uh, Iran border, and then Baluchistan to the south. Uh, but uh, what well, we sent out a communique yesterday, chaps, that we need to send in a brigade, probably 82nd Airborne, to retake Bagram Air Force Base. We have uh, anywhere from 50 to $80 billion worth of equipment up there that's sitting. We know that Bagram now will be part of the Silk Road Initiative of the Chinese. They will move in and take over Bagram and use that as their base uh, for extensive operations to uh, improve and move forward with the Silk Road Belt Initiative. So wait, this um, is breaking news now that not only have we withdrawn essentially from Kabul and, and we're trying to maintain the airport. I know flight operations have been suspended because of threats, but Bagram Air Force Base that the United States spent billions of dollars building, not only do we abandon the equipment there, but the Chinese are going to take over the Air Force Base and set that up to help manage and secure the Silk Road, which is being built from the Far East to, to throughout the Middle East. Uh, and we're, sus we're surrendering the weapons to the Taliban and the base to the Chinese. Yeah, and basically the Chinese will have some of those weapons too, believe me. They'll be tearing those helicopters apart and the jets, whatever remaining there. But we need to send in uh, a brigade size unit, take over Bagram immediately, and then start convoy operations uh, up to um, north, uh, several two to four hours up into the into the stands area, position them there so the Chinese cannot get all these weapon systems and the Taliban can't use them. I'm not sure the administration has the courage to do it now. Uh, they're in disarray. Uh, the Russians would like to talk to somebody in our government, but they don't know who to talk to. They don't trust anybody in the Biden administration. So we're working behind the scenes to see if we can liaison some kind of a dialogue to find out where the Russians are coming from on this. Uh, but certainly uh, this is a total embarrassment uh, to the United States and I feel so bad for these Afghans and these families. We see babies being uh, handed over barbed wire fence uh, so they can be part of the evacuation. Um, but this is, this is very serious stuff right now. This is, this is a total embarrassment by our country to the world. This emboldens now Al-Qaeda and ISIS to join with Al-Taliban and probably have a new basis for ISIS uh, out of Afghanistan and worldwide terrorist uh, operations again. Uh, we, we've lost uh, the respect uh, from, the, from the British, from the NATO allies. Uh, you need to get on uh, Colonel Kemp from the British Army. He was the head of the British forces in Afghanistan. He gave the most brilliant assessment last night on uh, Mark Levin, if you get a, you get a chance to watch it. 
So, so that's where we are today. Uh, <clears throat> we're in total, tur total turmoil. We're gonna take a short break, but I wanna repeat that image that, that the general just described. Afghani nationals handing their babies over the barbed wire to Americans leaving the airport so that they can be raised in America. This reminds me of our southern border crisis where Mexicans are putting children over the fence so that they can grow up in America. Everyone wants to come to America. Nobody wants to live in a totalitarian dictatorship and Biden is the culprit in both. Let's take a short break. More with General Vallely after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our US Congress has now three brand new freshman Congresswomen we call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God. Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by Army expert and a West Point graduate. I'm an Air Force Academy graduate. We share some academy traditions in common, uh, unless it's the annual football game. I wanna uh, welcome General Vallely back to the program. Sir, I wanna ask, uh, your criticism of the Biden administration, is it political? Or are you just a Republican with an ax to grind? Or is there actual strategy here that needs to be openly criticized? No, I'm a retired U.S. Army officer, a patriot, a constitutionalist. Uh, has nothing to do with politics. 
Well, what is, what is the strategy? You went to war college, you know the right way that we should have withdrawn. I'm, I'm questioning how come, how come we surrendered so quickly before we had all the Americans out of there and what was the right way to do that? Well, obviously, uh, General Austin, the Secretary of Defense and General Milley, they're totally incompetent. They need to be relieved of command. They need to be court-martialed actually for what's been done. Uh, the, uh, the proper withdrawal would have been uh, to uh, secure the, uh, the, the air base at Bagram, for example, uh, as well as Karzai International. And to do that, what you have to do is to have a phased plan of withdrawal, where you start extracting people on a priority basis uh, through the uh, withdrawal lines. And the military continues to provide security for that entire withdrawal. Now, once that withdrawal is completed, then the military then can withdraw and extract from the area. That's the way it's done. And chaps, any sergeant, good sergeant, could have planned this out a lot better than these four-star generals. Well, it's sad that there wasn't a plan in place. Reportedly, when President Trump negotiated with the Taliban and, and he agreed on the, the eventual withdrawal, of troops from Afghanistan, but he had plans in place before the January transition of power. And the Pentagon, these are the same generals that were under Trump that are now under uh, Biden. The, they should have been able to implement the Trump plans that were in place. Do you think they were directed by Biden to scuttle those plans and accelerate or, or not do it the right way? Yes, uh, the intelligence uh, agencies, the State Department and the White House basically dictated uh, what went down and what did not happen correctly uh, in Afghanistan. But here's a point, chaps, at some point in time, and MacArthur would tell you this and Patton would tell you this, the generals have to stand up and be accounted for and not follow orders that are going to be destructive to uh, an ally or to fellow Americans or whatever. At some point, you have to stand up. And that's what the Nuremberg trials were about, if you remember. I do, and I think, uh, you know, dating back to the Civil War, Abraham Lincoln was famous for firing generals who could not win wars. I think if Trump were the president right now and this debacle were happening, these generals would have already been fired and replaced with competent generals who would have implemented the plans that Trump had in place Instead now, not only has Biden uh, scuttled the good plans, but he is rewarding the incompetent generals by giving them more time. Do you think uh, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, is to blame? I hear he may resign later to take the fall for this. Well, he's totally incompetent. And you can see earlier in his uh, hearings uh, with, with the House of Representatives and the Senate, I think it was, when he was more concerned about white extremism, uh, he was more concerned about critical race theory and basically being woke. And that has uh, been going down through the chain of command requiring critical race theory be taught. Uh, thank goodness we have an uh, Air Force Academy graduate, Colonel Lohmeyer, who's written a book and stood up. and. Uh, but down the chain of command, I, I have to believe, chaps, that our, our uh, rank and file in the military are not buying what the four-star generals are saying and doing. So tell me about the rank and file in the military. I mean, we have sacrificed America 
after 9-11, uh, you know, over 20 years ago now, uh, sacrificed not just a trillion dollars, the money we can deal with, but the lives and the blood of American patriots who were shed uh, in Afghanistan to help stand up a democracy, to help uh, you know, fight against terrorism. And now, sadly, the, the, the terrorists are, are running the government. They're running loose in the streets with American weapons, with American training. The, the troops that we trained all immediately surrendered to the terrorists and took off their uniforms. Why didn't they stand up for democracy the way they were trained to do? Well, I think as we analyze it, you've got to understand that uh, the Afghan forces have lost 50,000 of their own. Uh, we haven't lost anybody, I guess, what, in 18 months. Uh, many of them were bought off. Uh, the units uh, that were in the outer provinces were hollow, or they said they may have uh, 100 men there. They may have only had 50 or 25. We know that uh, they were paid off. Uh, we know the Chinese flowed money into the Taliban, and so they were paying off a lot of these soldiers to lay down their arms. And that's how it collapsed uh, in a very short uh, period of time. Now, many of those uh, are now being uh, rounded up by the Taliban, and they will be persecuted. Uh, we know they've already started to kill some of the uh, uh, workers that uh, were, were workers for the American government, for example, in the embassy, we know that uh, many of the NGOs, non-government organizations, employ many people, and that's probably where the bulk of how many thousand Americans we have left in were with these NGOs out at the different provinces. They can't get to Kabul to, to get out. They can't get through the lines uh, uh, through uh, Iran or through Pakistan uh, to the east. So this is a total dilemma for all of those uh, people that now, and we don't know. The State Department and Defense Department can't give us an exact number. They have no idea how many Americans we have left over there. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a tragedy. Is, well, this is negligence. This is court-martial stuff. It, it is negligence and people are going to be endangered and perhaps die. Uh, let's take a short break. When we come back, I'm gonna ask about the strategic and regional implications, uh, not only toward Afghanistan, but Iraq, and ultimately China and Taiwan with General Vallely after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I wanna introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry in the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray in Jesus' Name's ministry. Dr. Chaps here, but this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PRAYNEWS and anything you're getting from my pillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this into your amazing charity and show. 15 years ago, I invented my pillow. It took me two years to develop because I wanted to have everything you would ever want in a pillow. I made sure that you could adjust my patented fill so you could have the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of your sleep position. I also wanted a pillow that would last, so I made my pillow machine washable and dryable. I back my pillow with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. 
or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. I used to think that sheets were just sheets. I got the Giza Dream sheets. They are the most comfortable sheets I've ever had. The MyPillow topper for the first time has enabled me to have a cool night's sleep. I'm able to go to bed and just get rest. That's three inches of wonderful that's in the MyPillow mattress topper. It's just like a firm cloud. MyPillow helps me get a good night's sleep so I can do my job in the morning. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts, not just on my pillows, but so much more. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98. Or MyPillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. One more segment with Major General Retired Paul Vallely, who leads StandUpAmericaUS.org. Sir, talk about your foundation and how can people support you? Well, we've been around since 2005, formed with Gerald McInerney and myself uh, to stand by the principles of protecting America. We focus mainly on national security. We do better analysis than the CIA does. We've done over 22 analyses, uh, for example, on, on China and the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, they can donate to us, uh, go to StandUpAmericaUS.org. Uh, uh, we do great things. You can use any of our material uh, as you would like to, whether it's on the air or whether it's in, in publications. But uh, our studies are available to all the Americans to read. You can also Google us and you'll find uh, over 300,000, uh, whatever they call it, hits on Google alone for the Stand Up America US Foundation. And uh, we're gonna continue to fight for America and fight for this great country. We're not gonna sit back and let the likes of a Kamala Harris and a Joe Biden to destroy us. Well, as the former deputy commander of US Army forces in the Pacific, you are intimately familiar with Sino-American strategy. You know, you know the, the, the def defense of Taiwan and our White House reporter, Anthony Harper asked, uh, Jake Sullivan, the US National Security Advisor. When we abandon Afghanistan, doesn't make that uh, the Taiwanese allies, aren't they afraid we're going to abandon them? Or Israel, are Israel allies, aren't they afraid America's going to abandon them? If America appears weak, does that encourage China to be aggressive towards Taiwan? Well, that's exactly what it is, and that's existing right now. The, the uh, Chinese uh, have Biden right where they want him and compromise because of Hunter Biden and uh, Joe's acquiescing to the Chinese. And so Taiwan now there is sitting. Uh, they have a very good armed forces. You got Japan and South Korea have great armed forces. The Chinese commander of the People's Liberation Army have already come out and notified the Japanese. If we take Taiwan, and you try to intervene, we will nuke you. They've already stated that to the Japanese. They know America probably will not come to the aid of the Taiwanese now. So the Taiwanese are sitting out there just like the innocent people in Hong Kong. So that's the next target uh, for the Chinese will be Taiwan. Well, I'm disappointed. Now, regionally in the Middle East, you, you say that Russia has interest. We know that Russia has been a longtime supporter of Iran and Syria. Uh, America has been a longtime ally of Saudi Arabia and more recently Iraq. But does the withdrawal right. from Afghanistan portend a future withdrawal from Iraq, where we still have a, a democratic government in place, 
but they've been more radicalized and they're, they're fighting against themselves. Really, there's sort of still a civil war going on against religious freedom in Iraq. They've killed more Christians under this regime than they did under Saddam Hussein, sadly. Is there a bad portend future for Iraq in terms of America's longevity? And was John McCain right when he said we should stay there for 100 years? I don't know McCain was right about anything. <laughs> but uh, uh, anyhow, we did the same thing in Iraq, as you remember, Obama pulled out. We left, uh, uh, again, I don't know how many millions of dollars of equipment uh, in Iraq, particularly up in Mosul area, that ISIS finally was formed. And we came uh, strengthened uh, through the uh, arms and equipment we left in Iraq. So we did the same thing, of course, in uh, Vietnam. So. Afghans just in the third, is a third in the iteration of America pulling out and pulling out not too smartly. And uh, basically when you look uh, at Iraq now, uh, they don't have confidence that America is gonna be around, even those that are dedicated uh, and support the Americans. So we've weakened our image wherever, uh, throughout, the, throughout the globe. I mean, even NATO now, uh, the, uh, the British Parliament, uh, I watched their debate yesterday and uh, uh, completely denouncing what uh, Joe Biden has done. We have lost credibility in our government. This leadership in the White House must be replaced as soon as possible. Well, I'm with you there. Uh, responsibility goes to the top. As Truman said, the buck stops here. I, I've seen Biden uh, perhaps uh, blame shifting, avoiding press questions, going to Camp David, saying, uh, no, no, we, we were surprised by this, but it wasn't my fault, and, and not, not holding anyone accountable, not at the Pentagon, uh, not even himself. Uh, General, I'm gonna give you the last word here. We have uh, just under a minute left, but I would like to say a prayer. Father in heaven, we ask your blessing on our friends, and especially the Americans and allies in Afghanistan who need to be evacuated out of there, God make a way for them to be brought home to safety. God, even those who have sacrificed to stand with us, I pray that they would be rewarded uh, and that they would not be abandoned, not just in Afghanistan, but in Taiwan, in Israel, in Saudi Arabia. Let our allies know that America is a strong country and we have their back, even though temporarily uh, we have leadership that is failing them. God, let America return to greatness in Jesus' name, amen. General, uh, 45 seconds, I'll give you the last word. Well, God will be with us. Good will overcome evil. We have to have faith. We will recover in America. It's gonna take strong-willed members of our society uh, to regain that strength and provide the leadership we need for the future. But this is a this is a call, America. You've got to stand up and do something. You can't sit back and just pray. Praying is not enough. God gave us the ability to pray and also to take action. And that's what a lot of people don't realize. Amen. We've got to take action at the local level. We cannot tolerate uh, this continued masking and, uh, and putting down society, closing businesses. We have a whole reformation here going on, chaps, that we need to do. And I have faith that the grassroots of America is gonna stand up and we're gonna get our country back. Amen. Our guest has been General Paul Vallely, StandUpAmericaUS.org. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit. We'll see you next time.
Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.